Watching it football too fast. Welcome back to another episode of the Bleeding BNG podcast. And guys, this is going to be a quick episode because honestly, these guys don't even deserve my time. Um, Washington lost to the Buffalo Bills 43-21. Matter of fact, Washington got dismantled by the Buffalo Bills 43-21. Um, today is Reaction Monday, guys. It's about 7 o'clock um, Monday, September 27th, the day after the Washington football team got dismantled, as I said, by the Buffalo Bills 43-21. And I'm just here to ask, where the hell is the measuring stick now? Where the hell is the measuring stick now? You know, Coach Rivera dinked this as the measuring stick game. You know, we were going against the Bills, who's a good organization. You know, one that's competing for the Super Bowl. And I think he had the quote that said that the Bills are one of ten teams that um, is going to be, you know, com- one of the ten teams that's, you know, going to be prepared to be winning, uh, contending for an NFL championship over the course of the, of the season. And there'll be one of two that was playing on Sunday. Well, my bro, my boy, Ron Rivera, bro. I, it, it was only one team on the field that was like that on Sunday, and that was the Buffalo Bills because we suck. As I told you on week one, we suck. And the realization is setting in that we're off-size call away from being 0-3. We're not good. We are not a good football team. We look bad. We got dismantled. And the Buffalo Bills could have easily put up 50 points if they wanted to. So I'm going to run through these points. Like I said, I'm not going to spend too much time on this. I'm trying to get over this loss as quick as possible because I'm evidently still steaming. One of the reasons that I didn't pot early in the day is because I wanted to simmer down for my reactions after yesterday because yesterday was rough. You guys know I love this team. I take a lot of pride in, you know, pride and joy in this team. I didn't have any pride and joy yesterday. And for my YouTube family, you can see I have the training camp shirt on because today... I want to bring back the positive vibes that I felt during training camp. This is a hugger. This shirt is, I'm using this shirt as a hugger right now because those days are long gone. And they seem like they were so, they, they just happened a couple of months ago. When we had high prospects for this Washington football team. And it looks like they may be going down the drain. We suck, guys. In training camp, we're supposed to be the number one defense. We have the worst defense in the NFL. We have the worst defense in the NFL. You can fact check this if you want. The Buffalo Bills were the first team to score in the NFL yesterday. They were the first team to score for week three. They drove right up the field. We start out with two good plays. Then on third and 15, Kendall Fuller, who is washed, gets abused. Kendall Fuller, who is washed, gets abused. How do you wash at 27, 26, bruh? Like, what's going on? I really think that those knee injuries that Kendall had in college are starting to catch up with it because he clearly doesn't have a step. He can't run with these guys. But I'll touch bases on the defense later. As you guys know, I like running through the offense first. And Taylor Heineke did not look good yesterday. He didn't. He didn't. His stat line reads 14 to 24 for 212 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions for a one-to-one touchdown to interception ratio. But, well, don't get me wrong. I don't think that Taylor Heineke was the reason that we lost at all. He did not play a good football game yesterday. And then, while I'm hesitant to be, you know, so negative because of so many good things that I've seen him do, this was honestly his first road test against a good defense because we don't know what the hell the Giants are at this point. They suck. They lost to Atlanta yesterday. They they suck just like we do. 
but against a good defense with good coordinators that has team chemistry that can set you up with complex blitzes and things like that, he struggled. I know the stat line reads that he only had two interceptions, but he could have very well had five. He had one that was actually intercepted that got caught, got, got negated by a penalty. He was forcing throws left and right. And while he did score that touchdown run, so don't take what I say, you know, so general and in vain. I felt this way last week as well. When did Taylor Heineke forget to use his legs? I felt like he left so many yards on the field running last yesterday. Even against the Giants, with that remarkable performance that he put on against the Giants. I think that he left a lot on the field running as well. If you guys go look at Kurt Warner's breakdown of Taylor Heineke against the Giants game, you will see what I'm talking about. He had a pretty good breakdown of, wow, you know, Taylor exceeded expectations and had a good game. He missed a lot. He missed a lot. But when did he actually forget, like, how to run? Don't get me wrong. The diving key was amazing. Similar gave me shades of January against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But he left so many yards on the field where he would force throws. And I think that Taylor's in his head. Not only with him trying to stay as healthy as possible, being a guy that has just, you know, been injured in damn near every game that he's played, but I also think that he's trying to prove to everybody, himself included, that he is that franchise caliber drop back passer that, you know, can, you know, lead a franchise. And I just don't think he's that. I just don't think he's that. Because when you get into that position, he started looking like he did. I told you I'm bringing training camp vibes back. This is why he didn't win the QB1 position in training camp. Where Buffalo was sitting on routes and things like that. And they were forcing Taylor Heineke to beat him from the pocket. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't. And he saw a lot of that yesterday. Staring down receivers. When he wouldn't get off, when he stayed on his first read too long, he would scramble out. I thought he would take off the run. Then he'll force a throw in between three and four guys because of the limited arm strength and the limited accuracy that he has. Don't get me wrong, I still believe that Taylor is a gamer, but he did not show up to play yesterday. But I don't want to hop on Taylor too long because, like I said, I don't think that he was the reason that we lost at all. Scott Turner, what the hell are you doing, bro? What the hell are you doing, bro? Antonio Gibson gets 12 carries for 31 yards for 2.6 average. His worst run game on the run, his worst game on the ground by far this season. But he provides you with the most explosive offensive play of the day with a screen pass that he takes 73 yards to the house. We show glimpses of the dynamic guy that he showed uh, that he was at uh, Memphis. I think there was a stat line coming when he was drafted that Antonio Gibson averaged a touchdown on you know 18% of his touches. And you saw some of that explosion. He was running away from guys on that screen pass. And then you saw the freakish athleticism of him diving from the four-yard line on one leg. He has a nose for the end zone. It's evident. My thing is, why are we only targeting him one time after that? Why are we not getting him in space? I thought we were outside zone scheme. It seems like every Antonio Gibson run was a, a shotgun duo dive run. Inside dive play. Like, what's going on? Who are we? What is our identity? And I think that's the biggest issue for this football team, not only on the offense, on the defense. Everywhere. Everywhere. We don't have an identity, and that's why we keep getting spanked. That's why we keep getting spanked. Why are we, why are we letting Tredavious White 
and the Buffalo Bills, because it wasn't solely Tredavious White, take out Terry McLaurin in the game. Statline doesn't read bad. Four receptions for 62 yards, but we know he got 35 of those yards in garbage time where the game didn't count with three minutes left in the game. So at that point, he had, what, three receptions while 30 yards? Why are we not scheming plays up for our best players? Why? That's what good offenses do. That's what the Buffalo Bills did yesterday. I just don't understand it. Is, is the offense not as open as it was, as it's supposed to be with Fitzpatrick, with Heineke? That can't be an excuse for guys that have been in your system six years. That can't be an excuse. I'm fed up. The play caller was hella vanilla yesterday. Logan Thomas. Great, great reception on that touchdown. We can't have that fumble, bro. We cannot have that fumble, my guy. We can't. We can't. And while it was, it was evident, if you guys know exactly what I'm talking about, he was hyped to play his former team. I guess he wanted to prove something. But that fumble put us in a bad spot. Guys, we got 21 skunked in damn near the first quarter. My video game heads know exactly what I'm talking about. We had to pass the sticks. Buffalo let us give up the sticks. And then we get a short glimmer of hope on the flukiest onside kick ever. When we score and now it's 14 to 21. But Buffalo goes on a long drive up there in the game. Them dudes had a 17-yard, 17-play, 98-yard drive on this supposed doomsday defense. Y'all suck. Y'all are so overrated. And I'm about to get into the defense. Y'all suck. I have a new name for the Washington football team. I have a new name for the Washington football team starting now. We call it the Washington Get Right. Because guess what? Whenever a team needs to get right, they're going to play Washington. They're going to play Washington. So starting September 27, 2021, we are known as the Washington Get Rights. Somebody send me a logo. We suck. We suck. And the reason I sound so upset is because I bought the hype like I told you guys before. And I'm letting you know I know now. That 12 and 5 prediction I gave y'all, that was bullshit. That was bullshit. You go burn that episode. That was bullshit. And it's, a, it's, it's issues that run deep. There's issues that run deep. This gives me, yesterday's offense gave me shells of the 2019 offense where we couldn't get shit going anywhere. If I see Terry McLaurin run another goddamn drag route and not utilize his 4-3 speed on a deep ball, I'm going to break my goddamn TV. Scott Turner, what are you doing? Trying to turn Terry McLaurin into fucking Heinz Ward. I'm so sick of this shit, man. I'm so sick of this shit, man. What is, what is our philosophy? What is our identity? And then Coach Rivera keeps saying there's a whole bunch of little shit. Well, why do we keep getting our ass big blown out? Why are we getting our ass big blown out? Why are teams putting up big offensive performances against us if it's a bunch of little shit? I'm sick of it and everybody's getting called out. Coach, you too. 
The offensive line, they played pretty well. I think they allowed five pressures. But guess what? Brandon Scherf allowed three of them. Your $18 million guard. Get him the hell out of here, bro. Get him the hell out of here. If you give me an excuse, he ran into the wall. Get You can get the hell out of here with him. But yesterday was just a horrible offensive performance. Like I told you, I think Heineke's in his head. Gives me kind of chaser, you know, Kirk Cousins on the franchise tag vibes. You know, where, you know, Kirk didn't want to necessarily throw an interception. But Taylor's trying to prove too much, and he's in his own head. But the offense looked rough. The offense looked rough. The offense looked rough. Let Buffalo shut us down. And a lot of us, I, I, I was hearing on the radio waves and things like that today. A lot of us watching the football team fans still want to look at us through rose tinted lenses. Oh, it was Buffalo. You know, they're competing for an AFC championship. There's a lot of good teams in the NFL, bro. So we're going to say that every time we lose. We were supposed to be one of those good teams. We were getting hyped up on, on Greeny and first take is competing with the first Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So now we just supposed to be like, oh, we're a bad team now. No, we had high expectations. Like, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And, and the gloves are coming off. Speaking of the defense. Y'all suck. Y'all suck. And Chase Young, bro, cut the shit. Chase Young, cut the shit. If you guys haven't seen Chase Young, Chase Young's press conference, oh, he's talking about, hey, tell Coach Del Rio, let me know who's bullshitting. Please let me know who's bullshitting. Right, I'm going to do something about it because we're not having that. You're the one bullshitting, bro. Chase Young, you're the one bullshitting, bro. Me and you had the same amount of sacks through three games. Zero. And I'm a podcaster. I'm so sick of this shit, man. I'm so sick of this shit, man. As I was talking about Kendall Fuller before. Kendall Fuller, you're so washed. How you washed at 26? Cole Beasley, old ass, been in the league a long ass time. And he had a career day against you. That's a long ass career, bro. John Bostic, you suck. Cole Holcomb, I feel like we may think you're a little better than you are because you're the only decent linebacker on our team right now. Despite Jameis Davis' splash play, that was a beautiful play, Jamie. I need to see more of that. Guys, this was a defense that was supposed to be winning us games. They get my ass torched. I'm so sick of this shit, man. And my thing with Chase Young is he's from the area. He knows how this team is, you know, off-season champions, get hyped up in the off-season. He's going to do this shit this year and then put up a performance that he's put up in the first three games. Sack record, my ass. Sack record, my ass. And a lot of y'all watching the football team, like, y'all be hiving. Y'all hive for these players. One thing that I did, like, y'all are grouping in Montez Sweat with Chase Young today. Yesterday was like the first game in like six or seven games that Montez Sweat didn't have a sack. He's giving you the production that your number one, your number two overall pick is supposed to be giving you. Don't pair Montez Sweat in when you're really upset with Chase Young. Because what the, what are you doing? You allowed yourself to buy into the hype. You got one move. Chase Young has no power moves. He tries that bullshit side swipe, and they just get pushed 
right by the quarterback. Every single time. And I don't know if y'all know this. Chase started on the left side of the defense yesterday. Away from Deion Dawkins, who is the Bills' best tackle, and was still getting clapped up. Like I said, me and Buddy have the same amount of sacks. Sack working my ass. I can't believe I let y'all hype me up like this. That's why I brought the training camp shirt out. I need training camp vibes back. Speaking of training camp vibes, going back to the offense. I do not think that De'Ami Brown is as fast as y'all made him out to be. Because all I've seen is Buddy get clapped through three weeks. All I've seen is Buddy get locked up through three weeks. And then the deep ball they tried on him in the first um, quarter. Buddy was in his hip pocket. Y'all tell me this man was fast. I saw a lot of y'all comparing him to Deshaun Jackson. What? What? Deshaun Jackson should slap all of you. I'm sick of it. Shays a 2019 offense. And like I said, I, 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 I'm mad at myself. Because in reality, we were 7-9. and nine. We beat a lot of bad defenses last year. And I thought that Curtis Samuel and Ryan Fitzpatrick were going to move the needle. I really thought that. I really thought that. I thought that Curtis Samuel and Ryan Fitzpatrick were going to move the needle. And guess what? By week three, I mean by quarter three of week one, neither of them guys were giving you anything on the offensive end. They weren't even on the field. Where's Curtis Samuel? But he's like, Walter, I don't even see him on the sidelines. I told y'all I'm not giving you too much on this episode because I'm sick of it. I'm tired of buying the hype. I'm tired of buying the hype. Deron Payne, great game yesterday with 11 rushes. But, bro, if you don't disengage off a goddamn block, God damn. The reason you get those pressures, bro, is because you push the pocket. You strong as hell. Now get off, bro, and make a play. What is our scheme? And then we forcing Landon Collins to play. Got my man Cam Curl out of position playing free safety. Let's face it. Cam Curl is better than Landon Collins at this point. I don't care what you're paying him. Stop killing your team's chances by trying to make him feel good. Rotating three safeties with no cohesion. There's no cohesion on the back end. So you just got no cohesion on the back end and you just flat out overrated in the, in, on the line. And you just flat out ass in the linebacker. This defense sucks. Why did I buy the hype? Why did I buy the hype? And like I said, it goes back to Chase Young because you were supposed to be the generational talent. I haven't seen a generational play yet. I just made a tweet that said that Chase Young, Miles Garrett is what we thought Chase Young was. And I got a lot of flack for it. Like I told y'all before, I love Chase's potential. Oh, you're comparing a fifth-year player to a second-year player. Miles Garrett had four sacks in his first three games of his second year. Debate your mother because you can't debate those numbers.
So stop trying to bait me. This team got to get their shit together or somebody needs to get fired. Like 45 on The Apprentice. I don't really acknowledge him by name. But, you know, like 45 on The Apprentice. You, you, you're fired. Might be his boy Jack Del Rio that got to go. Because I'm sick of this shit, man. I'm sick of it. We allowed ourselves to buy our hype. But they're buying our hype too, and it's clear. It's clear. Please take me back to training camp. Please. Please. Because that seemed to be the only thing that we could ever hold on to as a Washington football team fan. We don't have a philosophy. We don't have an identity. We don't have shit. We don't. We don't have shit. And at this point, I don't have anything else to get this team. We'll definitely give you a preview episode for the Atlanta Falcons because they suck. And if we don't beat them, if we don't beat them, next Monday, next Monday, I might just do the pod in all red because I'm going to be fuming hot. But that's it for episode 28 of the Bleeding BNG podcast because I, I don't have the words for these guys. Right now, we just suck. And I leave it with you. Matter of fact, I'll leave this question with Coach Rivera. Where the hell is the measuring stick now? I want you to answer that question. So go ahead, guys. Make sure that you're liking, commenting, subscribing on our YouTube page for my YouTube fam that's checking it out. If you're checking out, so if you're checking us out on all podcast platforms, please rate, comment, rate, review. You know, let's finesse these algorithms so everything that you're looking for watching the football team comment, you can get it through Bleeding BNG first. As always, follow our social media pages. Our Instagram is at Bleeding, BL, at bleeding BNG. That's B-L-E-E-D-I-N-G, B-N-G. And our Twitter handle is a tad bit different. It's at Bleeding BNG, at B-L-E-E-D-I-N-B-N-G. So it's only one G in our Twitter handle. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. These guys are trying to take our joy away, but we're going to keep pushing out content because we're going to give it to you how it's got to be given to you because I haven't heard anybody give it to you like we're supposed to be giving it to you yet. So you're, going to get, you're only going to get this type of content at the Bleeding BNG podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully we can turn this season around because... What was a promising season in training camp can turn sour and go down the drain real quick. So I'll check in with y'all later. Peace.